This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah ta'ala na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina min yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa min yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallama tasliman kathira ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار One of the things that we see in the Quran in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah عز وجل describes and mentions to us the stories of his prophets عليهم الصلاة والسلام is that Allah Azza wa Jal often relates to us the du'as that they used to make, the supplications that they used to invoke Allah Azza wa Jal with. It is a common theme in the Qur'an. If you read the stories of the Prophets of Allah, you will often come across the du'as of the Anbiya, alayhim salatu wassalam. It is one of those Prophets of Allah and some of the du'as that he made that I want to focus on in today's khutbah in the short time that we have before us. And that is the Prophet of Allah, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam one of the greatest messengers of Allah that he sent to humankind, the Khalil of Allah, Azza wa Jal. The story of Hajj, the Hajj that people just completed and performed by Allah's permission just a few weeks ago, that story, it is closely connected to this Prophet and his family, alayhi salatu wassalam. Allah Azza wa Jal, towards the end of Surah Ibrahim, a surah named after him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates to us a number of du'as that he makes. And according to a number of the scholars of tafsir, these du'as are made by him السلام, after he constructed the Kaaba, after he raised his foundations by Allah's command, after he built the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the greatest symbol of the tawheed of Allah upon this earth. He raised the foundation of the Kaaba, completed a monumentous task, an amazing act of worship, that the people from his time until Yawmul Qiyamah, they will go and they will worship Allah Azza wa Jal at that place and in that house and face his direction in salah. He builds and he constructs the Kaaba. And then he turns to Allah Azza wa Jal and he makes a series of du'as and from those du'as is that he says, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا الْبَلَدَ آمِنًا And remember when Ibrahim السلام, called upon his Lord and he said, Oh my Lord, make this land a land of safety, the land of Mecca, the Haram of Mecca, the sanctuary of Mecca, it is a place of safety. And that is why people from across the world, even till today, can travel there in relative comfort and safety, and they can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it is from the greatest blessings of Allah azza wa jal, that, the, that you are able to live at a time and a place of safety, that you don't have to fear for your life, you don't have to fear for your rizq, you don't have to fear for your family, or your children, their well-being and their safety, to be able to worship Allah azza wa jal, 
in calmness, in safety, in peace, in tranquility. It is from the greatest acts of, uh, and the greatest blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why many generations, many centuries after the time of Ibrahim alayhi salam, when Allah azza wa is speaking to the people of Quraysh, in the surah in the Quran that is named after the tribe of Quraysh, one of the things that Allah azza wa focuses upon and reminds them of is this blessing that they had in the city of Mecca. Allah gave to them provision and Allah Azza gave to them safety. Because in Arabia, people used to fight wars. Tribes would kill one another. There was civil strife. But in Mecca, in the Haram, no one came and shed blood. No one came and shed blood. No one came and caused any harm or strife. Because it is a land of safety that Allah Azza has made a sanctuary. So me and you, when we come to the masjid on the day of Jumu'ah, and we pray and we don't have to worry about our safety and our well-being. We don't have to worry about our homes and our families that are back home. We don't have to worry about our property and wealth. You can come and you can enjoy and focus on this act of worship that you're performing. And the Ramadan and the Taraweeh and the Eid and the Hajj and the Umrah and all of those things that Allah Azza wa has encouraged us to do and obligated upon us. It is from Allah's blessings. And so Allah Azza wa answers this dua for Ibrahim alayhi salam. And then Ibrahim alayhi salam continues and he says, وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنْ نَعْبُدَ الْأَصْنَامِ And now Allah save me and my sons, my children, from the worship of idols. رَبِّ إِنَّهُنَّ أَضْلَلْنَ كَثِيرًا مِّنَ النَّاسِ For oh my Lord, they have led astray many of the people. It is amazing that after performing this amazing monumental act of worship, which is constructing the Kaaba, Ibrahim alayhi salam in the very center of Tawheed upon the face of the earth, the dua that he makes for himself and for his family, for his children, for his sons, is that Allah Azza wa protects them from idolatry. I don't think that there are many of us here who have ever made a dua similar to this dua for ourselves. That Allah saves us from shirk. That Allah saves us from idol worship. That Allah Azza wa doesn't cause our hearts to go astray and go towards that path of shirk. He says, So my Lord, these idols are the cause of the shirk of the vast majority of mankind. They will lead people astray. And perhaps Ibrahim knew, and Allah knows best, that they would be from his descendants those who would turn to idolatry. Those who would worship idols in that very land and by that very house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because who were the Quraysh other than the descendants of Ibrahim and Ismail One of the things that we take granted today in the UK, in the US, in Saudi Arabia, in Pakistan, in India, across the world, one of the things that we take for granted is our Iman, is our Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a Prophet of Allah, the Khalil of Allah, having performed one of the greatest acts of worship for the sake of Allah, isn't sure, doesn't have the guarantees, afraid for himself and his family of shirk and idolatry, then what guarantee do me and you have? And you only have to look at the Quraysh at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. Descendants of Prophets, in terms of lineage, there is no one here that is more noble in lineage than the lineage of the, no- the nobility of the lineage of Quraysh. No one, not your family, not your father, not your ancestry, is better than the lineage of the people of Quraysh. No one lived in a land or lives in a land that is more blessed, more beloved to Allah, more honorable than the land of Mecca. And not only that, but the people of Quraysh were the custodians of the Kaaba. They were the custodians of Zamzam. They were the people who used to look after the pilgrims that used to make 
pilgrimage at that time, in the time of Quraysh. But despite their land, despite where they lived, despite where they would sit and where they would spend time together in the shade of the Kaaba, despite their lineage and their ancestry, it didn't save them from the shirk of Allah Azza wa Jal. Just in and around the Kaaba, they had 360 idols that they would worship besides Allah. Let alone the idols that they had in their homes and on their persons and in their business places and across the streets of Mecca and outside of Mecca and across the Arabian Peninsula. Didn't give them a guarantee that Allah would save them from shirk. And all the while, those people who are worshipping other than Allah, committing shirk, destroying the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal, the religion that their father Ibrahim السلام, left them with, their claim is that we're descendants of Ibrahim. Their claim is where the people of Ibrahim, their claim is that we're the children, the descendants of Ibrahim والسلام, And that is why Ibrahim والسلام, says, فَمَنْ تَبِعَنِي فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي The one who truly follows me, he is from me. Because it's not about your ancestry, it's not about your lineage, it's not about your culture. The vast majority of us sitting here are probably born Muslim. We have Muslim names that we were born with. Our parents and grandparents were Muslims. We have Muslim cultures and heritages that we identify with. Yet despite this, it's not a guarantee that you or your children or your family or mine will be strayed from the path of Tawheed. And so Allah Azza wa Jal gives us this lesson in the story of Ibrahim Don't take your iman for granted. Don't take your Tawheed for granted. Don't think that just because you were born a Muslim that you will die a Muslim. And especially in the time that we live in today, where you don't have to go very far and wide to see how quickly and how often people are leaving Islam. How quickly and how often people are becoming confused about their religion and straying from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So oh Allah, save us, save our families from idol worship. Save us from shirk. Because they are the cause of the misguidance of the majority of people. فَمَنْ تَبِعَنِي فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي Because to truly follow someone or to be from someone is to follow what they left. Just as today, all of us claim as Muslims that we love the Prophet ﷺ, that we follow the Prophet ﷺ, we boast and we consider it a source of pride that we're from the Ummah of the Prophet ﷺ. But you don't just get to make that claim and you don't just get that honorific title by making the claim. It is about how you follow the Prophet ﷺ, how you hold on to his teachings and his sunnah. That's what makes you from the Prophet ﷺ. Those people of Quraysh claim to be from Ibrahim. But Ibrahim said, if they follow me, they're from me. Because that is what Allah will look at on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Not just because you happen to be born or carry the name or carry the lineage or the family, uh, the family surname of someone. Allah is looking towards your action, your iman, your hearts and your taqwa. Ibrahim continues and he makes a further dua. Rabbana inni askantu مِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ He says, oh my Lord, I have settled some of my progeny, some of my children in this barren valley, this uncultivated valley, because the valley of Mecca is not a valley in which you get fruit or vegetation. It's not like Medina where there's date palm trees and fruit and the people are people of agriculture. The land of Mecca is a barren land. The land of Mecca has no cultivation. The land of Mecca has no greenery. The land of Mecca is full of hills and valleys. It's not a place where people would easily settle were it not for the fact that it was the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was there. Oh Allah, I have settled my children in this place. بيتك المحرم, by your sacred house. Because the prophets of Allah 
when it came to choosing something for themselves, for their children, for their families, that is what their priority was. What is most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And if it will safeguard myself and my family in terms of their iman, in terms of their religion, in terms of the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it means at the same time that I have to sacrifice some or much of the dunya, then the prophets of Allah would make that sacrifice. And they would choose what was more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one settles in Mecca or no one settled in Mecca for any other reason. The very reason that today people, millions of them, every single year, go to the city of Mecca. It's not for any other reason except for the fact that the house of Allah Azza wa is there. There's nothing there in terms of beauty of landscape. Nothing there in terms of seas or mountains or everything else that people love when they go and travel. It is because of the house of Allah Azza wa that is there. Ibrahim salam settled, sacrificed, left his son as a baby, Ismail salam in that same barren valley, left him there, sacrificed for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? In the Baytik al-Muharram. Because your sacred house of Allah is there. And so the Muslim, this is how they are in their lives. Every single sacrifice that they make, every decision that they should make, should be based upon this principle. What is most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And if you have to sacrifice for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal in order so that you and your children can worship Allah better, then that is a sacrifice worth making. And that is why Ibrahim salam continues and says, رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ هَوَ Allah So that they can establish the salah. That's why I left them here. I didn't leave them in Mecca so they become rich or famous or have careers or become high-flying people and individuals. And they were. But in the meaning and the sense of the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal that they served. رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ So that they could offer the salah. They could establish the salah and the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal. And if you do that and you sacrifice for Allah, then Allah will give to you the dunya as well anyway. فَجْعَلَ فِئِدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَارْزُقْهُمْ مِّنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Ibrahim says, so make the hearts of some of the people yearn towards this place, the place of Mecca. So people came and they settled with Ismail and Hajar. And the city of Mecca turns from a dwelling for two people into a village and a town and a city. And now there are millions from across the world who every year seek that very place. And provide for them, O oh Allah, from your goodness, from your thamarat, from provision, that they may be grateful. And the people of Mecca, from the time of the Prophet wasallam and before and after, have always had the risk of Allah come to them. It's not a place of vegetation, not a place of agriculture, not a place where they have fruit and food that is plentiful, but because the people come and they do commerce and they do trade as they make pilgrimage in that house until today, the economy of the city of Mecca thrives by the people who visit for the sake of Allah The people who make Umrah, the people who make Hajj, how many industries today survive because of those people and flourish and, flourish and thrive because of them. And that is the dua of Ibrahim salam. You sacrifice for Allah, you worship Allah, you uphold the tawheed of Allah and Allah will suffice you for everything else. Allah will give you the rizq of the dunya, Allah will make things easy for you, and Allah will not only do that, but He will do it in a way that is most beneficial for you. رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ تَعْلَمُ مَا نُخْفِي وَمَا نُعْلِمْ For O oh Allah, you know that which we make apparent and that which we hide. وَمَا يَخْفَ عَلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ And nothing remains hidden from Allah in the heavens and the earth. Nothing in the heavens and the earth remains hidden from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And that is because shirk and kufr, it has outward appearances and manifestations. But it also has inward and hidden manifestations and appearances. Much of shirk and kufr comes from the heart. Much of shirk and kufr, its place is in the heart. It is hidden from eyes and it is hidden from people in terms of apparent actions. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam is making this point also. That the people who worship Allah Azza wa have the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the people who rectify their hearts, rectify the tawheed of Allah Azza wa Because you only have to look at across the Muslim world today, in the very many Muslim communities that we have across the world, and you will see different acts of shirk being performed by Muslims. This one making dua to other than Allah, and that one sacrificing to other than Allah, and that one making tawaf to other than the house of Allah Azza wa Something which you find across the Muslim world today. And that's because their heart hasn't been purified from shirk and kufr. They don't understand the tawheed of Allah Azza wa And because there is that disconnect there in their heart between the meaning of tawheed and the dangers of shirk, it is not so difficult for them to fall into it. So Ibrahim salam, after performing this great act of worship of building the Kaaba, makes these amazing du'as. There are du'as that I think are very important for us to reflect upon. Because even though he made them generations, centuries ago, they apply just as much to me and you today in terms of the lessons and principles that they contain. And from the greatest of them is that we should never for a single moment believe that we are guaranteed iman. That it is something that we should take for granted. But rather it is the blessing of Allah Azza wa Jal that he gives to whomsoever he wills. And so the believer always asks Allah Azza wa Jal to continuously keep them steadfast upon this religion, to give them thabat. And that is why when the wife of the Prophet ﷺ was asked, what was one of the most common du'as that you heard the Prophet make ﷺ, she replied that he would often hear him say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Oh, the turner of the hearts, make my heart steadfast and firm upon your religion. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن والسنة ونفعني وإياكم بما فيهما من الآيات والحكمة أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد Ibrahim السلام, he continues and he makes a further dua after he praises Allah for his blessings upon him as an individual. Alhamdulillah alladhi wahaba li ala al-kibari Ismaila wa Ishaq or praises for Allah who granted to me, bestowed upon me in my old age, Ismail and Ishaq, his two sons, alayhim salam He makes a further dua and he says, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءِ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ He says, O oh Allah, make me from amongst those who established the salah and my children and offspring after me. O oh Allah, accept this dua for me. O oh Allah, forgive me and my parents and all of the believers on the day that you hold people to account. This is an amazing dua. Because one of the greatest ways that you preserve your religion, your tawheed, your iman in Allah Azza wa Jal is by the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why these acts of worship that we perform, the salah, the jum'ah prayer, fasting in Ramadan, umrah, hajj, giving zakah, these are acts of worship that aren't just there just for things that should be ticked off as a, as a checklist, not just there for the sake of it, 
they have great lessons and benefits and from the greatest and most benefit most greatest of those benefits is that they have to preserve your iman they have to preserve your religion if you understand what those acts of worship are and you perform them in the correct way and your heart is connected with them they are from the greatest means of gaining steadfastness in this religion and so he says oh allah make me and my children from the people of salah he had salah in the time of ibrahim and he wanted his children to be people of salah this is a dua that we often neglect for ourselves and our children we don't often ask allah that he makes us from the people of salah and the people of zakah and the people of fasting and the people of tawbah and the people of hajj and umrah and the people of birul walidain and all of those acts of worship but that is what the believers should do because those acts of worship are extremely difficult is were enough for the help of allah in his aid and so he makes these amazing duas towards the end of that Allah mentions towards the end of Surah Ibrahim. These du'as, they contain amazing lessons and principles. Preserve your religion by worshipping Allah by understanding the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by making du'a to Allah and by never taking it for granted. And ask Allah that He keeps us and our family steadfast upon this religion. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just as He has allowed us to live upon Islam, He allows us to die upon Iman. And that He resurrects us with the people of Iman. And that Allah grants to us and our families and our communities the best of this world and the next. We ask Allah that He makes our affairs easy. That He showers His mercy and forgiveness upon us. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us safety in our communities. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.